At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Good morning, me engine. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Transmission's all about amplifying the voices of the trans community in Mianjin and beyond. Especially in the sense of beyond today because, well, my co-host, hello, how are you? Hi, I'm Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all over the place. <laughs> Two how weeks d- without radio, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, how do mm. we radio? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put the USB stick in. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the right place. It's We're okay. <laughs> uh, but try- I was trying to segue into and beyond because we were down in Nam for two weeks. We sure were. Yeah. It was <laughs> Up in Nam, around in Nam. Northern, northern sides, northern end of Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all right. We'll catch our flow by the end of this. Don't 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 panic, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as usual, with the week in community events and news for the trans community, we've we've. It's also Halloween, right? So there's like there's actually a lot to go through. Yeah, there's yeah yeah yeah. 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 It's uh-huh. that it's that time of that's that time of life, that time of year, you know. <laughs> Where the Christmas decorations come out first. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that's been happening for a couple of years now. At it's least still upsetting. I'm not gonna get over it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you're not buying um, plastic landfill, you can also just attend a bunch of really awesome queer and trans-friendly events that we've selected from within the community that we think would be worth attending. So, starting off, what do we got? Oh, yeah, thanks for moving oh, the screen. Um, you're welcome. Queer Hallows Eve, which <laughs> is at the Beardo, Bearded Lady in West End. It's on Thursday, 26th of October from 7pm to 10.30, and it's about $17 via Eventbrite for tickets, but probably on the door as well. So BM.com presents Queer Hallows Eve, a gender diverse queer alternative lineup made sure to kickstart your Halloween festivities early. The Melancholiac bring their prog rock approach to your everyday life occurrences. Zade gives you the industrial pop rock you crave and can't get enough of. Feral Fatigue is headlining and here to show you what happens when instruments are let loose, bending rules and maybe some strings. This lineup is made up of local artists who are here, mostly queer, and ready to get you in the groove for Halloween this year. Dressing up in Halloween attire is highly encouraged. You! Yeah, that's Thursday, 7pm at the Beardo. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, that should be fun. I'll be there. Yeah, if you want to say hi, you should you should come to that. Then there's also on Friday, the 27th of October from 8pm at the Brightside is Emo Night Halloween. It was a spring, it was a warm spring night and all through the streets, the emos had gathered to pre-drink and meet. It was spooky and scary, but everyone was keen. The biggest night of the year, AMPM Halloween. So you've got bands, alt, deficit, Saint uh, Sinners DJs, and you've also got... Uh, playing DJs playing emo music, pop punk and rock anthems till late all night. So, yeah, that's on Friday. And then, of course, 
the one, the only Halloween event worth attending all year if you're gonna bail out on the other ones, is obviously Evil Zed. Indulge in the dark side, or Triple Z style with the Evil Zed. After its hugely successful return last year, the Evil Zed is back. It's heavier, it's harder. It's weirder. It's faster. Two stages. 13 hours. And 18,000 watts of power. A multi-genre event mixing subcultures and embracing the underground. The Evil Zed, Saturday, 28th October. 2 p.m. till 3 a.m. at Greaser. Ticks available through Mosh Ticks now. Just search Evil Zed. Thanks, Kai. Yeah, I was just at a rave. Um, I just... <laughs> Just ducked out for a minute. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know about Evil Zed and Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, Evil Zed, absolutely awesome. 25 bucks. It starts from 2 p.m. till and finishes at 2 a.m. So it's it's just absolute awesome time. It was my favorite Zed event last year. I'm so keen for this year. There's going to be a Halloween like costume party, uh, well, costume competition as well. I can't tell you too much, but I know who some of the judges are, and I'm very excited. So it was actually one of my favorite events last year in general. Like to be able to go between like a mostly punk stage and then a mostly like you know dance like drum and bass. Yeah, stage. No, the, the contrast was nice. It's so much energy. It's so much fun. So much energy. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, like, I mean, everything's just wild in the valley, but we had our own, like, really cool party. Yes, that will be very queer and trans-friendly. Both Kai and myself will be there for the evening, so I'll happily say hi to you if you pop in. Absolutely. Um, I think there's also, like, a maybe a discount on the bar for subscribers or something like that. I yeah. I think there's going to be something. Mm, I think so. I think I read that on the event page. It's $20 for four triple Z subs for a ticket, and it's 25 regularly. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that There's that discount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're a Z sub... Nice work. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're not, you can head to 4ZZZ.org.au forward slash support and subscribe now. There's so many perks, so many things. And you're also keeping community radio alive. So, yeah, you should do that. I'm going to say it again. 4ZZZ.org.au forward slash support. Do it. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. Oh, I'm Kai and I use they, them pronouns. And you thought you'd seen the last of me. My (laughs) name is Liz. I use they, them pronouns. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Transmission. Well, something we forgot to do before we went to some music was um, there's some news. And Kai, I believe you have an update for us. Yeah, just a just a quick update regarding Kiwi Farms. So um, if you're blissfully unaware, um, Kiwi Farms is like an awful website where like over the past like 12 years, they predominantly dox, uh, again, predominantly queer people. Um, so doxing is like sharing people's personal info online so that you can like target then, them. Yeah. It's normally a lot of like hateful stuff it's not a fun time for anyone that's been targeted and they do specifically hate trans people so (laughs) just a bit of an update i'm reading from an article defamation in the internet age could a four hundred thousand dollar australian court ruling silence the notorious online forum kiwi farms so it's an article in the guardian an australian company found to have helped keep the notorious forum kiwi farms accessible online has been ordered to pay more than four hundred thousand in damages after a successful defamation action in the Victorian Supreme Court. The case is just the latest installment in a long-running saga that has pitted activists against a website that will not stay down, raising sticky questions about who is responsible for harmful online speech. 
it goes on. Liz Fong Jones, a longtime crusader against the site, brought the action over what was asserted in court documents. What she asserted was an abusive, transphobic, defamatory thread targeting her on the forum since August last year. In hundreds of posts, the Kiwi Farms users discussed information about her work, her partner, and her family, and shared vile and baseless allegations about her. And I will not repeat here. Yeah, so... Yay! Something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a <laughs> it's a fork into the problem. Yeah. So the the case claimed the Brisbane-based company Flow Chemical and its sole director Vincent Zen were instrumental to its publication and for keeping it accessible, even though they were not the authors of the defamatory Kiwi Farms thread. So it's good that I don't know some people are being held responsible, and maybe that'll make people feel less confident to be involved with kiwi farms it's amazing because it's one of those terminally online things right where (laughs) i kind of felt like i existed in a solo little bubble knowing that kiwi farms even existed and now knowing that there are going to be real world consequences about the people who are keeping that website up is really tasty (laughs) and also if you don't know about websites like this keep it that way it, it, oh, for your it mental health, for <laughs> the love you bear yourself, do not go on those kind of websites. Yeah, I, I have no idea about any of it. Mm, I, I mean, just like, mm, stay away. Don't give it the additional traffic anyway, but it's just it's one of those things like protect your mental furniture. Yes. No. Uh, mm. The tabloids have always had it out for trans people, though. Even back in the day, one of the um, Wachowski siblings got doxxed and outed as trans oh, by yeah. a tabloid magazine when it was still paper press. So they've just it's just part of the business. Well, now, you know... Well, the Wachowski sisters are, they're just awesome now. Like, uh, you know, they're well and truly out. <laughs> oh, they are out. <laughs> if you want to uh, ever interested in watching, like, some amazing film, you should watch The Matrix and know that it is made by trans women. Mm-mm-mm. Among other things. Mm. There are plenty of other shows. But we won't get into that because we're going to talk about Nam. Because we were down in Melbourne for two whole weeks. We visited community radio stations. We checked out queer venues. We made friends with people who ran lesbian bars. And uh, <laughs> we checked out punk dives. We did. We had so much fun. And also, fortunately, Liz Witt was down there at the same time. I was. I followed <laughs> you down there. I crept into your suitcase. <laughs> you popped out. I was like, ah. Yep. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll take you to get a coffee. I <laughs> know, uh, but I got to bear witness firsthand to Alexis Pink's panel that she did at PAX, which happened in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, and it was very lovely and very queer. Just alarmingly queer. It was Aww. beautiful. Query, right? Was yeah. The, yeah, the game show. It's really good. I've got to talk to Alexis about getting my hands on a copy of that because it looked good. looked good. Maybe we'll do some more game showy kind of things up here at some point too. I would die. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> brackets. <laughs> yeah, The good die. The good die. Yeah. No, no, we should look at that. But yeah, so there's a lot of things going on. And one of the places that we went to was the Victorian Pride Centre. Yeah, so the Victorian Pride Centre um, was an initiative of, like, Andrews. Um, <laughs> and they spent, like, millions of dollars building this, like, seven-storey building, which now houses, like, every queer organisation I've ever heard of in Victoria. Um, <laughs> like, you know, Switchboard and Minus 18 and Hairs and Hyenas, Joy FM, amongst, like... There are more in there. There's, yeah. oh, there's, there's, it, the list is like way too long to read out, but it's... Yes, and everything. you grew up in a time in Fitzroy in Melbourne when they were in different locations, but now they're all condensed into one spot in St Kilda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does that feel? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's... it's so, um, <laughs> I was, you know, I was very much a northern suburbs kind of person, so... 
you know, going down to St Kilda wasn't something I would frequently do. It was never that inconvenient to me that I couldn't go to like the office of, of minus 18 and switchboard all in one day. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's a really beautiful building. <laughs> it's a gorgeous building. Oh, I was like absolutely stunning architecture, especially like the spire in the middle that stretches up all the way up to the roof. Yeah, I was really excited floor. for it when when I first heard about it because I thought that it was going to be a bit more of a community hub and maybe it's just because we went there during like office hours. Actually, I don't know. I don't even know when it's open, like broadly. I don't know if there's yeah. other times that you can go there when it's not office hours, but it was just... It's not very corporate. It's just a big... Just a big corporate building. I, yeah, I imagined it to be a bit more like a, a central hub for all the queers to hang out. It's definitely not. What's the incentive then to gather them all together? Like, what's the puss, puss, puss of the situation? I like, don't know. <laughs> make it an easier target for Is it cheap for rent bombers? for like, queer oh people? Like, <laughs> if, you, if you're an AFAB and you kiss a woman in front of them, do you, do you get like $50 off a week? <laughs> <laughs> is there a subscriber fee? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think there is. I think that space downstairs is like a, you can come in and use it, like a library Okay. Yeah, so there's kind of a cafe thing. and there's like a, a concierge and there's lots of like quite comfortable seating area and stuff and then like sort of steps up into this main there's like main steps really in the center great of the... gender neutral bathrooms like oh the bathrooms yeah. are amazing bathrooms are really nice very they were fancy. bougie too yeah. they're like luxe bathrooms <laughs> um, it's St Kilda yeah oh, fair I don't know <laughs> that means nothing to me <laughs> I'm, I'm from Gbung so, well, so they also <laughs> St Kilda is where like the whole the Pride March goes through so you can go and stand on their like lovely rooftop that they have at the Pride Centre and bow- I think they've got another balcony somewhere as well and you can watch the Pride March march past yeah um, that's throw nice. some beads yeah sure some some glitter <laughs> Yeah, biodegradable. Glitter. Obviously, it's okay. by the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, the Pride Center was cool. We went to Hairs and Hyenas, which is probably one of the coolest bookstores oh, I've been I to in a love, very long time. I love Hairs and Hyenas. I grew up on Hairs and Hyenas. I, I used to, like, you know, be having some kind of, like, personal, you know, who am I crisis and go in and, and talk to one of the owners, specifically Crusader. I always love getting recommendations from Crusader and just saying, hey, I'm I'm in my mid-twenties and I don't know what I want to do with my life and, and I'm also like, you know, figuring out my gender, like, and I just I just don't want to read anything straight. Can you, what are your recommendations? And then I would leave with a pile of books like personally recommended and they're always really great recommendations. Um, I, I love that bookshop so much and it was a huge staple in Fitzroy for decades. I think they were there for like 30 years or something. Wow. Maybe more. And, you know, and they were like, they'd been targeted a bunch of times by like police and, you know, they'd had their windows broken and oh, some really awful stuff. But, um, yeah, they were really important for, for the whole area and for, for me personally. Yeah. It's cool that they're still around and that they're now like taken care of in some ways. It is. It's, I think it's probably nice for them that they, you know, have a whole other building around them so that they're not as like liable to attacks but you know they also in in the process they lost having like a cafe and bar and like performance space and a place for them to have markets and stuff like that so you know would you say that the queer community is being gentrified Uh, isn't it Uh, like i mean hasn't that uh, been happening broadly yes yes for aeons (laughs) yeah yeah Mm, look since the dawn of time you get to be gay and then everyone else gets to take the coolness of it from you or whatever like that's how it works right yeah Mm, yeah mm. That's it. Well, other gay queer things we did, other than PAX, you went to an anime 
festival. I did. Right? That was did. Paps. That, that, yeah. <laughs> was that it? The same one? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought there was a different convention on at the same time. Wow. No, they just put all the weebs in one room. It gave me the flu. <laughs> I should know this. I'm former Z Games. <laughs> I, should know this. I was like, really? I thought there was like separate. I don't know. I've never been to Pax, so I didn't. I oh, don't, fake I don't gamer. Know. <laughs> Oh my, I could never afford to go to Nam, right? <laughs> okay, valid, valid. It's an valid. expensive city, um, although the cocktails are fantastic. How many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. You're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z. My name is Ez, he, him. Kai, they, them. I'm Liz, they, them. Woo! Trans people on air! <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah, look at us go. Representation. Do you feel it, listener? Do you feel the representation? <laughs> I don't represent anyone. I aim to be deeply off-putting. That's like... <laughs> You're too entertaining for that. May people find their identity through being like, well, as long as I'm not like that wanker. <laughs> I don't know what I am, but I'm not that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that thing. <laughs> uh, transmission, all about amplifying the voices of the trans community and beyond. If you're tuning in, Liz, Kai, and I... Uh, as we have to, with, I broke Liz, sorry. <laughs> we're talking about Melbourne because all three of us happen to be down there at the same time. We're talking about the, we talked about Victoria, Victorian Pride Centre, talked about PAX a little bit, queer things, nerd things, and also want to talk about some venues that we checked out while we're down there and some venues that we can recommend you to go to should you be a trans person in Melbourne. Or should you be a trans person going to Melbourne? Oh, yeah, mainly that one. That one, that was the one I was mostly focusing on. Yeah. (laughs) Liz slowly puts glasses on. Yep, Mm -hmm. focusing time. Okay. We were... So there's two main streets that are kind of pretty queer, hanging out with Brunswick and Fitzroy, and then there's Smith Street and Collingwood. Yeah. Um, Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Smith Street's pretty gay. Smith Street's... Yeah, it's it's suddenly... Like in the past decade, become more of like the gay district than it than it used to be. I mean, there was always like the Peel, and um, then there's those gays, and it's just kind of like built on from there. Like, I don't know, it's, it's changed a lot, really. Yeah. Actually, they people refer to it as like the Rainbow Walk, actually. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, well, Rainbow Walk, Smith Street in Collingwood. There you go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to be into the Sweepy Boys too. <laughs> <laughs> in Collingwood. Yeah. Well, well uh, for context, Sweepy Boys is a reference to Collingwood AFL team, the Magpies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, I think it's just a reference to Magpies, but then, like, you know, contextually. Yes. Well, we saw um, a barbershop with a big thing that said Sweepy Boys yeah, in the front. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. So, mm, Sweepy Boys. Anyway, while we're on Smith Street, other than Yaya's, and there's like a few, like, really well known gay venues there, there was a new one that we checked out called Beans. Yeah, it's a little bit further down from, you know, the official gay strip. But, you know, let's just... Catch a tram. Yeah, no, no, no. Ride it's like extending bit. the borders, you know. Eventually the whole the whole street. Will... You're saying we're doing like a queer annexing of, <laughs> of history? <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> I'm behind it. It's happening. And Beans is also the only lesbian bar in the country? No, no. longer because Lo- Evie's opened. Oh, right. Okay. There's yeah. also Evie's. Yeah. So on, on, on the one street, there are two lesbian, like, aimed at venues. Isn't and one's wild? called Beans. And one is called Beans. Yes. <laughs> yes. And one is called Evie's, <laughs> which is also really funny on a personal level. <laughs> R.I.P. that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, had to get, we we went to both. We went to both to check them out. Mm. Um, and Beans was probably the most cozy. It's literally at the front, uh, across the like glass. They had like neurodivergent, lesbian, transgender friendly. Like it was just 
really mm. beautiful and all the staff are like super queer and very wholesome and welcoming uh, we made friends with them um, mm. there as well great yeah, so cocktails they've, oh yeah amazing oh. cocktails but Ooh. they've got like um, they've got like a whole thing of like fidget toys and um, you know like if if it's ever like too loud or too bright you can just like talk to the also neurodivergent staff and they'll no turn the lights down for you yep. like amazing yep. we talked to them about a sensory wall we talked because they've only just opened so they've only been there about four months they're open during winter yeah which is a bad time in in melbourne like it's... but it looks like it's picking up oh yeah no it's doing it's doing well there yeah is... and they're they're trying to expand you know and try to get things on their upper level applying for permits for that and stuff like that it's yeah really cute definitely worth checking out yeah beans on smith street you should Mm -hmm. check that out and then also another venue that i really 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 loved and maybe i'm biased because the owners are my dear friends but in thornbury the dirty princess of thornbury which is a punk dive bar uh and also the only openly antifa venue in the country right yeah that we we know of of. and Mm. you know it's great because you can just like hop on the 86 and you know from smith street and go you know follow all the way down that's it and then you'll find the dirty princess of fitzroy being loud i mean uh, dirty princess sorry you're the dirty princess of fitzroy (laughs) sorry my apologies uh (laughs) the princess of thornbury yes is cafe gummo so you got to check them out. Beautiful. Sean and Lily, dear, dear friends of mine, we caught up with them. We managed to stick four Triple Z stickers all through the venue. Mm-hmm. And we got some shirts as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a really great karaoke night led by... Genitals. Genitals, yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone was just doing, you know, some really great, like, punk karaoke, you know. And that, that doesn't happen enough. Yes. And also very trans-queer, <laughs> just p- patrons in general. It was probably one of the safest spaces to walk into. Felt really nice, felt really warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're a, if you're a Z-head and you love punk, I'd definitely go to Cafe Gummo as well. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it was really cool. It, it felt, it's like, it, it just feels like home, that kind of, that kind of bar. Like, like, the first time I walked in here, it felt like home, you know? Yeah. 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 Anywhere that has um, load-bearing stickers. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Walls covered in stickers. I'm like, oh, I belong here. <laughs> like, there's so many things for me to, to stimulate my mind on. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. You've got Cafe Gamo. We've got Beans. I'm trying to think of other venues that we... Evie's was cool, but we didn't go, like, when it was pumping. We probably should have gone at some point when it was pumping. It's kind of like a, a diner, but also a club. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. it definitely had diner vibes. Because, like, you could order, like, a bucket of chicken yeah yeah, yeah. As well. yeah which is think... what i want to do when i'm cutting a rug yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a, a term for dancing you sickos why are you looking at me oh, like no, that what kind of rug is. <laughs> no. here's the delivery for me but um <laughs> oh my oh my banshee's bar and art space is ipswich's only bar for live loud original gigs contemporary art and a friendly relaxed vibe they support original artists, social justice activists, and 4ZZZ subscribers who get 10% off their drinks with your 4ZZZ subscriber card. Banshee's Bar and Art Space in Ipswich are a proud 4ZZZ business subscriber and sub-discount outlet. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, he, him. And I'm Kai, and I use they, them pronouns. And I'm Liz, they, them. And we've been talking about Nam, Melbourne, because all three of us were down there hanging out, and then bringing it back up to Brizzy because, you know, this place is the best. <laughs> Turns out that's the conclusion we've all drawn, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The, mm. the, the major takeaway is that leaving Melbourne was the best thing that I've ever done for my mental health and quality of life and everything. And um, 4ZZZ is the coolest radio station in the country. 
probably. I haven't been to the others yet, but <laughs> haven't been to all of them. Yet. I, I think it's. I think it's. I'm. I feel comfortable saying that. Yes, um. no, I do as well. <laughs> I came back to work on Thursday last week, and I like walked up to the wall here at Zed, and I just like hugged the wall, and I'm like, I love you. I'm sorry I was gone. <laughs> So yeah, this place is great. This city is great. It's growing into something that I can be I feel quite proud of and I'm so proud of the community here in Mianjin. And I wanna say that big part of talking about Melbourne is that there's a lot of trans folk and queer folk that leave Brisbane to go to Melbourne because there's there's apparently a better quality of life and there's more community and all this stuff and blah blah blah. It's I, I disagree. I'm not gonna say that there isn't community down there and that it isn't value in moving and living down there because I love it and I love to visit. I just, I don't want to be in miserable weather nine months of the year. I also don't, I was harassed more on the streets as a trans person in two weeks in Melbourne than I was in years combined here in Brisbane, as an example of what it was like. So there's definitely pros and cons to both places, but I really think that there is a huge community of trans and queer folk in this city, in Brisbane, and I love being here, and I want to stay here because I think this is the best community in the whole world. <laughs> so The Aww. grass is greenest where you water it, you know? Yeah, baby! So, um, if you, if you, if you want more community, like... You know, maybe you need to build something. You know, go and go and seek it here because it's here. Yeah, volunteer um, for Triple Z. That's a place. Whereas in like big cities, it, it, there's less community. You can fit so many gay people in this building. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying. We're currently stuffing them in. We're like, bring it in. Come, come. So yeah, we love it here, and we and we love our friends and family down in Nam as well. Freaking great town. Love the food. Love the drinks. Weather's. Meh. I'll come back to the Sunshine State anytime. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.